0: what does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. So I'd like to start off today's episode by telling you a little story. So back in high school, I ran track and cross country. I got in pretty damn good shape. And I remember training with the cross country team Over the winter, up in the Chicago suburbs, there'd be snow, there'd be ice, and I would always keep with the lead group in practice. I remember some Sundays I would get up in the morning and I would go for 15-mile runs. I would get in that state of flow, effortless action. The Chinese actually have a term for this. It's called wu-wei, effortless action. That described how I was in practice. Many of my times in practice were better than the times I would run in competitions because it would come time for competition and I would think I would have to get extra motivated and psyched up. Oh my gosh, the butterflies in my stomach. I was told that was a good thing. Get psyched up for that cross-country meet and I would get so psyched up that I would get tense and I would choke. My times weren't even close to what I was running in practice. I didn't even get top seven on my team. Had nothing to do with ability. And yes, I got down on myself for choking. But here's the deal, and here's the topic of today's podcast. I became so obsessed with the results. Now, you may be thinking, well, Kurt, one of the five pillars you talk about is becoming radically outcomes-focused. Yes, that's absolutely true. And What we're going to talk about today is the fact that you can become radically outcomes-focused, yet become detached from the results. That may sound convoluted, it may sound counterintuitive, but it's absolutely possible. So I want to talk to you about a little-known football coach, of course I say that in jest. named Nick Saban. Now I'm not an Alabama football fan, and you may not be an Alabama football fan, but you can't argue with the fact that the man has won a lot of championships. He is a winner. Now he also often talks about the key to their success is what he calls the process. Sounds pretty vague, pretty nebulous, right? Well, I read an article and Nick Saban talked about the process. He talks about a game when he was coaching Michigan State. I think they were four and five. They were a losing team that year, but they were playing the number one Ohio State Buckeyes. And I believe they were losing. And there and then he decided to change his mindset of how he coached that team. And the process was born. And he decided, you know what? We're not going to worry about the championship. We're not going to worry about the Big Ten championship. Hell, we're not even going to worry about the scoreboard or winning this game. What we are going to absolutely 100% focus on with all our effort, all our discipline, all our determination is the very next play. Does that mean he didn't want to win championships? Of course not. Does it mean he didn't want to win the game? Of course not. Does it mean he didn't want to get the first down? Of course not. But he figured, let's focus on the very next play, that next step in front of us. By doing that, He took away the stress. He took away the tension. He took away the ability to choke, right, by worrying about the scoreboard. Now, that doesn't mean that his team didn't have a longer-term vision and longer-term outcomes. I'm sure they wanted to win the national championship every year. Here with Alabama, of course, they want to win the championship. And to do that, you got to win the conference championship. To do that, you got to pretty much win the division championship. Then you got to win 11 to 13 games. Then you got to win downs. But you got to win the very next play. So you, it's all about reverse engineering those that vision and those longer-term outcomes. But by focusing on the very next play, you don't stress, about, stress out about what's to come in the third quarter. You don't stress out about what's going to happen four plays later. You don't stress out about what's going to happen four games later. There are so many teams that are so good and they're highly ranked, but they're thinking two or three games ahead, and so they lose to a lesser opponent. So Nick Saban very successfully has put this process in place. They reverse engineer their long-term outcomes, but in the here and now, they focus on the next play. I call it the next right input, where you have that vision, you have your yearly outcomes, you have your quarterly outcomes, you have your monthly outcomes, yeah, you have your weekly outcomes, and then you have your daily inputs, the next right input. You don't stress out about Friday when it's time for Monday's input. By doing so, You don't psych yourself out, you take the pressure off. Yes, you are outcomes focused, but you're detached from the results. You know, several years ago, I believe it was in Michael Phelps's last Olympics. You know, Michael Phelps' coach tells the story about the radical visualization that Michael Phelps always do- d- does. He, he visualizes every day, waking up in the morning, I think eating his cereal, driving to practice. He visualizes his warm-up, his stretches, his, you know, the first time the water hits him. He visualizes every stroke, every breath. I don't know that he visualizes only getting on the medal stand, winning the medal, or his time, or breaking the world record, he visualizes the inputs that it takes to swim his best race. That may get him a medal, it may not get him a medal, but he focuses on those next inputs, the next breath, the next stroke. Anyways, in that Olympics, I remember watching it, and Phelps was in the, I don't know what, the holding room before they go and swim, and he was absolutely focused. He had his ear pods in, and he was he was, you could tell he was visualizing what he was supposed to do from then through the end of the race. And one of his competitors was standing in front of him trying to psych Phelps out. He was like throwing punches like a boxer, wasting energy, probably psyching himself up, getting motivated. It's going to be brute strength. Well, in the end, Phelps beat him. But there's this picture that ends up going around social media every now and then. And it's a picture of Phelps. I think he was doing the breaststroke. He's focused straight ahead. He's focused on his next breath. He's focused on the next stroke. He's focused on that next input. He's not obsessing about the results. He's not obsessing about his time. He's not obsessing about a war record. He's not obsessing about a medal stand. You know who's in the next lane? That competitor who was trying to psych out Phelps, the one who was throwing the boxing jabs, trying to get himself psyched up. Phelps is beating him. But more importantly, that competitor isn't looking ahead in a focused manner like Phelps is. He's looking over at Phelps. He was focusing on the wrong things. Maybe he thought he was outcomes focused because he was radically obsessed with beating Phelps. Phelps was focused on the next breath, the next stroke. So, yes, you've become radically outcomes focused, but you could become detached from the results. And you do that by reverse engineering your long-term outcomes down to the day and the next right input, the next stroke, the next breath. And by focusing all your effort on that, you become detached, less obsessed with the overall result because it's not about motivation. It's not about willpower. Motivation and willpower are the reasons gyms are full in January. But people like Michael Phelps, people like me, people like some of you out there, the reason we're still in the gym in October, November, December is because we realize it's about process. It's not just about willpower. It's not about motivation. It's not about strength. It's about putting together that process that allows you to be radically outcomes-focused without being obsessed with the results. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, what's up, fellow freedom fighters? Listen, are you in operations in the C-suite and human resources? Hell, are you anyone who's interested in building a team of superheroes? Well, guess what? I got a treat for you. We launched my latest podcast. It's called Team of Superheroes. We talk about employee engagement. We talk about leadership. You know what? Instead of putting warm butts in seats and trying to engage them... Our podcast teaches you how and empowers you to empower your individual team members to unleash their unique superpowers to achieve key outcomes. They're more fulfilled, which means they're more engaged, which means they're more productive, which means they and you are more profitable. Go and check out the Team of Superheroes podcast here on iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you over there.